Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. It's been another crazy busy day and somehow it's already dinner time again. Now you're faced with the choice of what in the world you're going to cook for dinner. You need something quick and easy to get on the dinner table fast. You're not going to want to miss today's episode. You're listening to the Smarter Healthy Living Podcast, where we firmly believe that getting healthy should never feel like torture. We're your hosts, Jared and Anita Roussel. We're college sweethearts and health professionals who help you redefine what getting healthy looks like using a whole food plant-based lifestyle. It's time to hear from the experts and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others get beyond the overwhelm to create a vibrant life they love. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're in the right place. So pull up a virtual chair, grab your matcha latte, and let's get started. All right. It is the eternal question. What's What's for for dinner? dinner? This question comes around approximately (laughs) Every 24 hours, you know, every dinner time, kids want to eat, go figure, you know, they're hungry, although they're really hungry all day, every day. Yeah, it's really not just a dinner question, right? I mean, that's true. Yeah, it happens for lunch, breakfast, what's for breakfast, what's for lunch, you know? Yeah, we do hear that as well. Yeah, and what so what that boils down to is no matter how you eat, but particularly when you start eating whole food plant-based, you need to know things that are simple and easy, right? We've got to have things that are easy to prepare. And so today we're talking about one of the simplest things, Besides the chili that we always mention, right? We always talk about how to do that, how to make chili. And what you want to do when you start living this way is take what you already eat, the things that are easy to just put in. Yeah, to modify. So you just put in different uh, ingredients or you take out some ingredients, right, that are very simple to take out. So with chili, that's easy to do, right? Because you can take out the meat and add in more beans and more veg. Same thing with stir fry that we're talking about today. And that is today's topic, stir fry. Yum. Very yum. (laughs) (laughs) We love it. Everybody's always excited when they find out we're having stir fry for dinner because it's never the same twice, really. I mean, we do have some things that we like to have over and over again, but it's always a variety because you can change up what veggies you use. And really one of the main things about making it taste great, and there are a lot of things we're going to share with you today about that, but one of the main things is always think about variety, variety of color, make it beautiful. If you're If your prepped veggies don't look beautiful, if you don't have just a rainbow of colors, switch up what you're using. You don't have to have all green or all, what, orange or just mix it up. And, you know, a lot of people don't get enough purple. 
And that's something that everybody needs to be aware of. So the ones, the veggies that are called red, like red cabbage, red onions, get those in there and get your purples because there are a lot of great anthocyanins and different things in the purple veggies that you don't get as much in some of the others. Yes. Think of a healthy version of Skittles. You're you're tasting (laughs) the the rainbow. rainbow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But but these are whole food plant-based friendly. Yeah. Skittles are not whole food plant-based friendly. (laughs) (laughs) Although we do enjoy our sweets. Yes, we do. All right. Back to stir fry. All right. What do you think, Jared, is your favorite ingredient in stir fry? Uh, I don't know if I have one. I mean, honestly, I could take the easy answer out and say just whatever's on my plate. Um, (laughs) But I I enjoy all the different varieties we come up with. I know that cabbage is a constant. Well, mm -hmm. not constant, but a frequent. Yeah, we use it frequently. Uh, but we like to cut up in smaller pieces. Well, we um, had stir fry tonight for dinner. So what do you think it was your favorite part of the one we had tonight? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm always getting put on the spot here. I'll Go. tell you what mine was. And it's something that a lot of people probably don't use. And let me just say, if you don't buy it, start buying it. It's delicious. It's bok choy. And it adds kind of like that water chestnut crunch. It just, does. Especially if you just toss it in right at the end of your stir fry. You don't want to leave it in there and cook a lot. It's all, like that with any of the cabbage type cruciferous except for maybe the broccoli and cauliflower, they're harder. So one of the big tips is when you're cooking stir fry, get all your stuff prepped ahead of time, have the pan screaming hot. You do not need oil. Forget the oil. Just don't do that to yourself. It's 120 calories per tablespoon. If you're trying to lose weight, that is one of the easiest ways to cut down on calories without counting calories. And it also helps clean up your arteries and clean up your life in general. It can, if you're hurting, Leaving the oil off is going to stop a lot of the inflammation. Take it from me. I was pretty maimed from oil, and now I don't have that. So You, you just don't need it. You don't you need really it. You really don't need it. Mm-hmm. So get the pan hot. Throw the veggies in there. Put the harder veggies in first because it'll take them a few minutes extra to cook. But it will really take you probably about five to six minutes max to cook a stir fry. And it moves so quickly. So the most important thing is to have all your ingredients chopped and ready. Now, if you're running late, one good thing to do is keep a medley of frozen veggies in your freezer. Right? Because yes. you can just grab those out and toss them in there and it's done. I prefer. So, would you put them in frozen or would you thaw mm-hmm. them first? No, put them in frozen okay. and just quick stir fry on those because really a lot of them, I think some of those are pre steamed. But anyway, when I do mine, I will buy the huge bags of the vegetables at Costco and then I just chop them up fresh and freeze them right away. And for some reason, they just seem to not get as tender and as kind of soggy. They stay more crisp that way. I don't know why. So maybe they parboil some of them. But we really, really love having the colorful bell peppers in there. Bok choy, I love, like I said, love the red cabbages, um, the red onions, give it a beautiful color. We usually do carrots. They're just a lot of different things. Try something new. The carrots add a lot of sweetness. Parsnips, broccoli. And when you're cooking your broccoli, don't waste the stems. Peel the stems and get those in there. You can slice those diagonally. But one thing you don't want is a 
steamed stir fry. So if your pan's not really hot or if you put way too much in the pan. Yes, I was going to say that. If you put a ton, mm-hmm. then you're just steaming it or almost even boiling it if enough of the liquid cooks out of the vegetables and they're sitting down on the bottom. And this is why you don't need oil and you think you need to go and add water in there because maybe you've seen people where they do pan sautés and we tell people this. You know, if you're doing a pan sauté, you can add a little water. That doesn't mean you need to always add water because with the stir fry, a lot of these vegetables will quite immediately after they sizzle for a minute, they start releasing a ton of liquid. So you're going to end up with a lot of liquid at the end of the stir fry anyway, most likely. And you can add a little bit of um, something like organic air root powder, maybe cornstarch if it's organic, obviously non-GMO, things like that to just thicken it up a little bit toward the end. But you don't want to overcook it because it's going to be a soggy yeah. mess you don't want that you, you want lose a lot crispy, of crunch and texture yeah, yeah crispy stir fry and you know what i like that we didn't have tonight if you like a little crunch i really like to add a few cashews to the top not a oh, lot yeah. but a few cashews a few almonds things like that oh they're so good on top of a stir fry i love that and get your sauces and your flavors do not forget your flavors when you're making your vegetables this is why a lot of people start eating veggies and they say It just doesn't taste good. Well, you flavored your meat. You know, you're not going to just eat a plain boiled chicken breast. Odds are, when's the last time you ever did that, right? When you're on a nasty diet. A nasty diet where you can have anything, (laughs) yeah, anything remotely that tastes good. Because obviously to get healthy, you have to punish yourself and live for cheat days. Steamed broccoli and boiled chicken. That's it. I'm so sarcastic. I'm being sarcastic. But but there's no reason to be miserable, right? You can live a life that you love and have the foods that you enjoy. And one way you're going to start developing your your palate and your taste is getting all of those different nutrients in there that your body's craving. And it will crave them even more when you get used to them. And like I've said many times, you know, when we're eating pasta, I'll want just the sauce. Well, tonight we had stir fry. And what did I say? You wished we hadn't put the rice noodles in there, or very little. Mm-hmm. We use noodles tonight, the brown rice noodles. So there, that's a whole grain noodle. It is slightly processed, but we do use that sometimes instead of the rice. Usually it's rice, like a wild rice or whole grain rice, it's black a, it's rice. It's a ramen-type noodle, but, so it cooks very quickly. So that's another thing. If you're in a hurry, fast. They, they cook quickly. But I ate it, and I find that, found that I wasn't enjoying it as much because... Just the noodle. I just was sitting there thinking, I just wanted a big bowl of veggies. Well, why didn't I just eat the big bowl of veggies? You know, we think about eating stir fry and we just, in our mind, it's like this little bitty amount of vegetables on top of this big bowl of rice or this big bowl of grains. And one way you can easily, easily start dropping pounds without even trying is start reducing the amount of the pastas and um, just the huge bowls of grain with very little veg and start switching that up and doing a little less of the grains, a little less of the vegetable of the um the noodles, right? And more of the vegetable. And I'm at the point now where I just want just very little of the other things and just huge plates of veggies because that's what my body's telling me. And you've got to learn to listen to your body and eat what you know that it's telling you it needs. And you develop the ability to do that every time. Yeah. You'll get a sense of of what Anita's talking about as you do this. There's really no way to explain it. Just once it happens, you just you can feel it. Mm-hmm. That's about the best way to explain exactly. it. So how do you season your stir fry? What are some of the favorite flavorings that we put in there? We like Chinese five spice. That gives a really nice flavor. Oh, yeah. yeah, but one of... It gives an authentic oriental mm-hmm. flavor. 
And I don't usually put a lot of it. It can be a little overpowering, but the main things that you have to have in your stir fry that it won't it won't taste like the restaurants or like what you're used to if you don't is garlic and ginger, fresh garlic and fresh ginger. I'm telling you, there aren't many savory dishes I cook that don't have garlic in it. It's just no. But, but the thing is, it's so good for you, though. Mm-hmm. And even ginger, I'm just going to give you a little insider secret. Buy ginger root and get yourself a little um, grater. I'll put a link below of my favorite microplane grater. Pay a little bit, get yourself one. It is the easiest, most wonderful things. You can make ginger tea, which is excellent for inflammation. And if you feel a cold coming on, it'll knock it out like that. It's amazing what it'll do. But get one of those and buy some ginger root and cut a bit of it off. Do not peel it. Do not waste your time. Wash it off and just start grating it. Why do, why do we add all these extra steps? We spend time teaching our clients how to do these things and speed it up. Well, one of the things you can do is, why are you peeling your ginger? <laughs> just grate it in there. And, and don't just buy the powder. It does not have the same flavor. It doesn't have the same pungency, the same, uh, just like your mouth comes alive <laughs> with these flavors when you're getting these fresh root vegetables that you don't usually get. So ginger is super inexpensive in the supermarket. Almost all supermarkets have it now. It's not like you have to hunt up an Asian supermarket. No, and we find it for, even with it organic, I think around eight, maybe nine dollars a pound but i mean you know how much you can get for a pound how much ginger that is well yes and it doesn't take necessarily a lot to put into a dish like that to or like what we're talking about today to get a lot of flavor in there either well that pound can go a long way even cooking enough for us i mean i might put anywhere between a half inch and an inch of ginger i like quite a bit because we've gotten used to spice and we just like it speaking of spice Another thing that you can do in your stir fry is add some kind of hot sauce, one of your favorite hot sauces. That's a really great thing to do. Or um, chilies, like the red chilies, those are good for that as well. Uh, what else for seasonings? Love well, what? Or you well, I know say? to give it more of a Thai flavor, you love to put lime in it. Oh, I do love to that. To squeeze it or, well, not or, but and put the zest in it. And back to the microplane grater. That's, yes. Yeah, you use that for your lime or your lemon zest because the zest has a lot of nutrients. And every time you use a lime or lemon and you throw that zest away, you're throwing away a wonderful bonus of flavor that you could get in there, not to mention all the nutrients that you're losing. So wash your um your citrus well. We always recommend organic again for citrus. If at all possible. Yeah, because they're the one they get sprayed quite a bit, citrus does. So we recommend that. But if you can't get it or you live in an area where there's not a lot of organic, just get your fruits and vegetables and don't worry, organic, not organic. Yes, we're firm believers in buying organic whenever possible. But if you can't get it, get your fruits and vegetables. That's super, super important. All right. So those are some of our flavor secrets. Let's talk about um, the difference between a grain bowl and a stir fry, because you'll hear a lot of people on this journey talking about, I love bowls, I need to eat bowls, and they'll call them grain bowls, or bowls, or rice bowls, or noodle bowls. But basically, it's some sort of grain down in the bowl with a lot of different toppings on it. What do you think are the main differences between grain bowls and stir fry? I generally think of the stir fries being more of a one pot, one skillet dinner, Mm -hmm. whereas with the grain bowls, they're prepared separately. So you boil your rice, you make uh, whatever, like we like sweet potato, we'll bake 
bake those separately. We may have garbanzo beans. Just whatever we put in it, those are each prepared separately and then added together. And then we'll stir fry veggie to go on that as well. Well, that's true. Right. Uh, Whereas with the stir fry, you throw it all together. Generally, generally throw it all together Mm -hmm. and it's cooked at the same time. Now, you might put in the different veggies at different times, but it's kind of like a one-pot yeah. meal. I see what you're saying. And that's that's great because I think that really is the main difference because both have sauces, and you can vary the sauces in each. Um, grain bowl, there are different options for grains, whereas stir-fry, generally you think of some kind of rice or a noodle. Maybe a noodle, yeah. Yeah, so you don't think of quinoa, millet, some of those other grain, farro, but, but you know, barley. But if you're feeling daring you just want to go out for some adventure culinary adventure try it i mean try it and then let us know how it turns out yeah so there are all kinds of different options for the base and the grain but generally they're the same thing i think stir fries are a little faster because like jared said they're all in one pot and he doesn't like a one pot meal and if you can get a one pot meal on the table quick and this is the other thing if you have children or a spouse that are at home get the whole family in the kitchen and cook together make some great memories turn on some good music um, it's a fantastic way to build memories but it also gets you out of the kitchen a whole lot faster and it makes the whole thing more enjoyable so stir fry is very quick by nature the thing that takes the longest is chopping the vegetables and that's what I was about to say is that if you have the prep time I've heard a stat that about 80% of it is the prep time so mm-hmm. if you have a few people, one person's chopping broccoli, another person's chopping carrots. And How about washing, washing carrots or peeling carrots if you want to yeah. peel them, right? So one child could be f- peeling carrots. If you have another child, they could be washing the produce for you. I mean, get, have one child just run your errands for you. Like, hey, get mommy out the onion or the garlic or, oh, thanks, buddy. You're doing such a great job. And give them, it'll make them feel great. And they've been a part and they can help serve it. And it's a great way to get kids involved. Absolutely. Um, There's so much beneficial fiber that you're going to get from this meal because you're getting veggies are packed with fiber, right? And that feeds our gut bacteria, but also the grains as well. So it's a great healing meal. It's very nutritious. You're getting a lot of different. Very filling. Yeah. Very filling and just delicious. Um, one other tip and one wonderful thing we like to do is have some type of lazy Susan or something on the table that has a lot of different herbs and spices and let people season up their meals more than you do in the pot. It's good to get some of the basic seasonings like we've already talked about. But if you know certain family members like hot sauces, maybe have some different types of sauces available. Maybe you have a Thai sauce or maybe you serve lemon or lime wedges with it. There's a lot of different things you can do to bump up the nutrition at the table and let everybody season it to their taste. Maybe everybody doesn't have the same taste perceptions you have. Well, an example in our house is that one of our children does not like cilantro. Whereas yeah. the rest of us like it. So if so we'll we're going serve it for more of side. a Thai flavor and we want that fresh flavor of the cilantro, we'll mm-hmm. serve it on the side. Um, and she has other things that she likes. And so she'll put those on there as well. I think we have touched on a lot about stir fry. Is there anything else you can think of that you want to add? Not really. Just I mean, uh, we could talk about stir fry for a long time. Oh yeah, time. <laughs> we could we could go on for quite a while, but just to these are uh, the basics. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, just, some other examples of things you could use would be garbanzos. Uh, we did that tonight. Um, edamame. Edamame. Yes, that's another one. Um, we love edamame. Sometimes we'll cook that by itself and put a little soy sauce or tamari on it, and that's oh, so good. This isn't traditional, but why not do something like jicama and throw that in toward the end? It gives kind of a water chestnuty 
crunch too. I think that's a great way and to add some crunch. And it's not a super strong flavor that would overpower mm-hmm. the rest of the, the dish. One of the main things I would say is just when you go shopping, at least try to choose one new produce per week, one new, new type of produce, and find a way to use that produce. Get in a group with some people who are on the same journey of eating more whole plant foods. You're welcome to join us in Smarter Healthy Living. It's our free group. We're in there quite often. And there are a lot of people in there that just have experience. And there are some that are just getting started. And if you can get in conversations with them about, hey, here's a picture of this new piece of produce I'm trying, parsnips. What would you suggest? What's your favorite way? It's a great way to learn from each other and share what you're learning as you go. Um, And again, that's Smarter Healthy Living on Facebook. Um, but really there's just, you can't go wrong. Just don't overcook it. Don't add oil, a lot of, um, or even water to the pan. Don't overstuff your pan. Get a lot of good seasonings in there. Go for the rainbow. Don't eat Skittles, but go for the rainbow. <laughs> um, also, be sure that your skillet is hot when you first put it in. I'd say Other, screaming hot. Yeah, yes, absolutely. because otherwise it may have, a t- as it's heating up, it may start to kind of steam the veggies instead mm-hmm. of... Whenever they go in hot, the water that comes out is instantly goes to steam and it gives you almost that pseudo fry right. without the oil. And just keep the food moving. You don't want it to just sit there and steam and it's on juices. You want to keep it moving around the pan. And, Otherwise, and it'll burn. Really, it'll be ready within just a couple of minutes. So keep your eye on it and put all your chopped veggies right there by your skillet. And you'll have a fantastic meal on the, on the table in no time. For about oh. as long as it took for you to listen to this podcast. Or quicker. Or quicker. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that about wraps it up for today. We hope all is going well with you. We look forward to getting to know you better. Get inside the Facebook group and be sure to leave a review and comment below. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what episode you'd like to hear, what questions you have. Shoot us an email at podcast at thecrunchycouple.com. And we'll look forward to hearing from you. Have a great week and we'll talk to you soon.